Raisin Man Arena. I listened to my first episode of Raisin Man this week. Nice. Uh, I listened to Sam and Felipe's episode that they did on Sunday, last Sunday without me. And I thought it was really funny. And I also thought while I was listening to it, I was like, why do I ever get stressed about what to say on this? Doesn't fucking matter. You just say some shit. Like, it just seems so easy listening to it. I was like, this is nothing. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And now we're here right back again. Like, uh. (laughs) At the beginning, we're like, in, you know, in Aladdin, when they're in the desert and the tiger's mouth opens up out of the sand mm-hmm. and you have to walk into it. That's how I always feel when we start. And I feel that again. It's it's scarier than so. So just even listening. though you listen and you thought it doesn't matter. Now you're back at square one where now it does matter what we say. It's <laughs> okay. I hope our listeners don't yeah. don't listen with as much derision as you do. Sarah, it, does, <laughs> it does feel scary to to be recording yourself. Yeah. I also thought the episode was extremely funny and that you guys were so funny that I was like, whoa, I think I might be getting in the way of how funny no, that no, episode no. was. Don't say that, Sarah. Um, That's not true. This is not well, true. I'll, I'll, thank you. But I did. I had the thought of like, it got to the part where Sam was talking about uh, his dad dying. And I was like, oh, they need me because if I was there, <laughs> I would say you should tell uh, the story about. When Luke Taylor, when you told Luke Taylor about your dad dying, and then like twenty minutes went by, and you told the story anyway, and I was like, I, I, <laughs> "Wow, completely phased out." Sarah. Yes, yes, but then it hit a point where Felipe was like, "Oh, but there's only like ten <laughs> listeners or something. Uh, that's why we need Sarah." And then I thought, "Oh, they need my uh, there it is. my seven or eight additional <laughs> listeners." There it is. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I'm glad that by the end of the listening experience, you found the reason that you're on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Sarah, you have such a sort of tight grip on your friends and and your friendship. You know, you the 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 leash is so taut between your relationships that you can basically command your friends to do anything, and, the, and yeah. they will do it. I'll say this: I only have seven hundred and forty six Instagram followers, but sometimes if I boost someone's shit on my page, they'll get like ten of my followers, and that's kind of a lot for considering I don't really totally. have that many. Um, so I do. I have a really close relationship with you them. You have but. less followers, but high engagement. Mm. Hell yeah! It's like it's like the the uh, three hundred warriors. You know, yes, that movie, the three hundred Spartans. It, it's mm. three hundred Spartans. They're not like they're not many of them, but you know, if you if if they hide between cliffs and fight the yes. the armies that way, they can do a tremendous amount. They're of damage. strong and noble and carry the mm-hmm. ideals of Western civilization. It's true. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't realize that's what 300 is about. That makes sense. Um, it's yeah, about your free 300 yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah, King Leonidas Sick. has 300 friends. King Xerxes has a million friends, but they're all fake friends. Check, yeah. check this out. Check this out. This is uh, my friends. My friendship. No, dude. You know? This is Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is Raisin Man. This is yes. Raisin Man. <laughs> uh, well, Sunday. I like that. Another Sunday has arrived. Happy Yom Kippur. Hmm, that's the new year. Is that what that mm. is? Right? Is that, I, I think so. I used to work on a documentary about. Um, what it means to be Jewish in the world today. And Wait, so I think not, that that's... You read say, did that end? Is that still happening? I've been furloughed, sure. but in a sort of permanent fashion. Well, I'll, I'll never work for them again. Mm, it put, you got furloughed yeah. permanent, like, permanent style. Uh, yeah. Seth, Seth is saying that Rosh Hashanah is the new year. Mm. Ah, damn. What's Yom well, Kippur? I, I think it's a day of atonement. Uh, oh, yes. 
Yes. Um, um, uh, but I was going to guess that Sukkot was about the new year. But I, I have not heard of that one. That's the one where you, everyone gets a tent. You get to yeah. go into the tent. <laughs> What's it called? Yeah. Su- Sukkot. Sukkot. How come I never heard that name? I've seen the tents when we, you know, I'm around Williamsburg and stuff, but I have not heard the name. <laughs> it's Hot hmm. Appreciation They're Week. They're hushed up about it. Hot yeah. Appreciation Week. <laughs> you basically get an REI tent and you and your whole family uh, goes inside and you get a little whisper light stove. You kind of cook up camping food and yeah. tell camp stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny how we refuse to even open up Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would rather yeah. I would yeah. rather uh, sort of uh, search our way through what these are. If the if the followers if the chat wants to say they can say, but if they don't want to say, yes. we don't look it up. Then they don't have to. Yeah, Felipe, yeah. no have, one has to do anything. You have ten t- types of media playing at once on your computer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you refuse to open one more tab <laughs> to, to research the thing we'll be talking about for twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm afraid if I open a tab, the internet is just mm. going to crumble. Like just the the zeros the zeros and ones are are gonna snap in half. <laughs> Funny, Sarah, you've been gone, and I um I didn't realize you'd be gone for this long. I think you said, but I get, I didn't do the math that you were gonna be gone for this long. Yeah, I came around. I did a round of goodbyes to people because I've been gone for three weeks, and in New York City, that's considered a sort of like a a sabbatical of sorts to leave for that long. So I said my goodbyes, but I didn't see you because you were gone. So now I'm gone. I'm in Louisiana. Um, and I've been Instagramming a little bit from here, doing my long form story posts. Yeah, uh, so they're very cute. Yeah. <laughs> I like them a Thanks. lot. Um, but I've been having to decide whether or not to show that my grandparents have a pool. Um, Why? Because you would because get class I, shamed? Because I would get class shamed, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't know how to put in context that they do have a pool, but the property values here are low. So right. the house is maybe worth 200K, which is, for a house is a pool. I, yeah, you know, you have to sort of figure that out for yourself. But when people were, like, originally leaving for coronavirus, I just remember, like, anyone who went home and took a picture of themselves and there was a pool in the background, that was immediately, like, done. noted. And, yeah. Absolutely <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. Seems like that pool is on top of the Marriott in Midtown. Uh, Sarah Wilson. (laughs) Clearly in the backyard. (laughs) People just scouring Instagram stories like, is that is that a sunroom? Is that is that kitchen new? Yeah. Is that a living room and a den? Uh, Do they have a a does this guy have a soda stream in his parents' house? That's why when I go home, guys, I'm I'm only Instagramming from inside a black box, a little, yeah. black, <laughs> a little cardboard black box. This is my room and my kitchen. Mm. Um, are you having fun in Louisiana? Uh well, it's kind of funny. Um, it's not like what I thought. I thought we'd come down here and it would be, you know, like the Wild West in terms of the mask stuff. Like I went to Walmart today and I was like, all right, I'm ready to fucking see this shit You were getting, you were getting like- ready for that one guy that's like, you can't kick me out. You can't kick me out. You can't kick me out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I just walked in and like, uh, there were just people, Most, almost everyone was wearing masks, but some people weren't. And Emma, who's my friend who's here with me, who lives in Baltimore, was like, oh, people really don't wear masks here. And I was like, that's what it's like in New York. People People don't wear masks in bodegas. People don't wear masks at the grocery store sometimes. Like yeah. it just seems normal. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I guess I guess the non-mask wearers have been overrepresented. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not and though. Maybe if you want are you in like an urban spot? No. Suburban spot. I'm in a suburban spot. Are you in a kind of blue suburban spot? 
No. 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 Well, this is another interesting thing is uh, it's so I'm in Monroe, which is like it's considered sort of a major metropolitan area, but that's because there aren't really big cities outside of New Orleans and Louisiana. And uh, there are not really any Trump signs anywhere, even though people are conservative here. And uh, my grandpa stole a Trump sign out of someone's yard and like had it in his living room. And I was like, why did you take that? Considering like my grandpa's a Trump supporter. And he said, because um, he wanted to protect the person that had it, because in the town, um, if you have a Trump sign up, people will come and key your car or throw a rock through your window or like something like that. Uh, because even though it's a conservative place, like people really do hate Trump still also here. And uh, instead, people have in their yards. Jesus 2020 signs are everywhere. So that's Whoa. funny. That's funny that your yeah. grandpa, in order to protect the guy, did the thing. <laughs> that looks just like harassment <laughs> yes yeah. exactly yeah he did the antifa move to protect them from letting real antifa Listen, man, come and do I that to, to them protect you. i'm gonna graffiti on your wall the anarchy so symbol. i broke into his house yeah. <laughs> and i went into the living room and i stole the television because i didn't want him to see what was happening on the news <laughs> exactly just yeah so what have you been learning about your family oh wait damn i got so many questions well i want to know what where were you when rbg died yeah and then oh that's so funny we all remember where we were i was um in the great smoky mountains and i was in the car we were driving back into service from being out of service for like 18 hours and i got a voice message from someone one of my friends that was just like uh i'm so upset about rbg being dead and then i was so pissed because i was like why'd you even have to fucking i would not literally not have known for days um but i just happened to like this one text slip through on like a single bar of service to tell me <laughs> that it happened and um emma who was driving was like look it up like what happened when did she die what's going on and i was like i'm not gonna look it up i don't she's dead she's dead she's dead it's so. done damn it's done the deed yeah. is done damn you pulled the trigger and the big bang happened and her rpg's body crumpled to the floor and that that's when you knew she was dead are you is that yeah. a hypothetical what, yeah. what are you i was saying? just doing suddenly doing a bit imagining that uh sarah killed rbg oh yeah do you understand that's the moment. Oh, that I killed. Yes, like I, I was. Mm. What? This is not planned, but it, it what it was amusing me as you're answering <laughs> to imagine if I asked you when, where were you when you found out RBG was dead, and you were like, oh well, it was right after you know I pulled the trigger and her body crumpled to the floor, that kind of thing. Well, Sam, I liked I like that you did the bit, but you skipped telling us the middle part of it. Did a whole joke mm. in your head and then thought, oh, now that I've done that first joke, it'll be funny. I'm going to riff on that. I'm going to riff yeah. on the first joke that I didn't say out loud. <laughs> what, do you think it was the leap was too large? We're still trying to learn how to do this kind of telling jokes on the podcast thing, you know? Mm. But I don't want to, you don't want to interrupt people too much, but then you sort of log different jokes of things you want to say as other people are talking. Yeah, well, you have a sort of a running joke log of yeah. things that you think. I I don't have even a single joke logged <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, well, the I have, the dog would be too big, right? What's that oh, one about? Sorry, I came up with a whole joke in my head, and then I riffed on it. And I I imagined what it would have been like to tell you the first joke, but I didn't want to interrupt you, so I just told you the second one. Uh, <laughs> Sick. Oh my goodness! Do you did you feel when you said I could have not found out? Do you mean to say ah oh, this is going to ruin my time in the Smoky Mountains, or do you mean to say I don't want to know, or do you mean to say I don't want to have to think about this? 
I just didn't. Yeah, the, the third thing. I didn't want to engage in the kind of mental process of being like, oh, now I have to feel something. I have to say something. Me and Emma and some other people that she they were texting. Um, we're sort of getting into a conversation about, you know, well, uh, was there something good about RBG? But she also has this horrible record. And how do we decide whether or not we're sort of for or against her? And I was like, all of that I'm uninterested in. Like, the Supreme Court's fucked up. The whole American democracy's fucked up. Like, uh, people are already saying this take on the internet everywhere. But it's like if one extremely old woman dying of cancer means, that, you know, we don't have our abortion rights protected. And we never really did. So, like, I don't need to sit and debate, you know, RBG's legacy and what she voted on or not. You know, the whole thing is fucked. She's a, she to me is just like a flesh cog, obviously, in the machine, you know, one body in place of another. If it wasn't RBG who wanted to be sort of a liberal centrist judge, it would have been another random ass old woman. Um, yeah. But and yeah. And it's apt that you call her a flesh cog because she was quite fleshy. Do you see? You know what I mean? <laughs> she was like a pretty fleshy yeah. person. A loose skin. When you looked at yeah. pictures of her. I, it's funny because, yeah, the, the sort of the kind of uh, young person or like edge position was like well you know she wasn't so good after all but i honestly don't know what her voting record was i know she didn't like uh colin kaepernick i'm not gonna say that i'm happy she died just because she thought that she didn't like his protest that seems too much but i don't know anything else that she voted on she went she went the wrong way on the five to four vote on colin kaepernick (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah too bad when the when the supreme court decided on whether or not colin kaepernick was good or bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, but what's something that's funny is that I noticed since my grandpa watches Fox News like all day long, uh, as they've been talking about who Trump was going to nominate to be on the Supreme Court, they always refer to that the person that would be nominated as a she. And I thought that was interesting uh, that it was like, oh, well, automatically it's going to be a woman. And I was like, oh, to think that also conservatives have a, sort of moved to the left on the like um, what's called id poll, like ideological uh, performative. Uh, right. Yeah. It's like, like it's like yeah. on everything else. Democrats have had to capitulate to conservative uh policy items but like on 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 like this kind of weak identity feminism the the republicans have lost the battle have lost the battle yeah and it's like ah they must be humiliated having to talk like this to use she instead of he as just a general pronoun for an unknown person like that must be devastating but it also goes to show i guess just like how uh unimportant kind of uh that type of identity politics is. It's like, oh, no, they'll find a woman who hates abortion rights. Like, why do they give a shit? They'll find yeah. a woman who hates abortion rights. Um, Jack, also Jack Wedge is in the chat. You know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't call out anybody by name, but I do think that Jack has been trying to get on the uh, stream for a long time. I think this might be the first time he's here, so I say welcome. Uh, he has been spoken about on the welcome, podcast Jack. in this the past. This is a podcast about friendship. I, I don't I don't I w- usually wouldn't want to c- I wouldn't want to uh, be have do favorite play favorites with people in the chat, but I don't know he seems to suddenly have like become really big in the chat and I'm like okay wow. so I, well then that's worth acknowledging yeah <laughs> he's he's like taking the ball basically and he's sort of doing cool tricks with it and and scoring immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Jack says his mom's going to, or their mom's going to come too. Jack, tell your mom to make a Twitch account because a lot of people don't do it because they're like, oh, I don't want to make a whole account, but it's nice to be able to comment. You know what happened yesterday? I was, um, I was streaming Zelda and somebody subscribed to me, which means that I'm going to get $3 a month from Twitch. No, you're not. Actually. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Damn, so wait, Twitch sir. gives you the money. Well, or this person. I I hate to I hate the cap for them because they're like Amazon owned. So it's not like you know I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to like speak well of this company, but it is a system that makes sense where if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe to a certain number of Twitch users. I'm doing full on propaganda here. You can subscribe <laughs> to a certain number of Twitch users and no money comes out of your pocket, but Amazon, aka Twitch, aka Amazon, uh, pays you up per month. <laughs> so they don't have <laughs> to spend any money. It just goes to you. Mm. Wow! Oh, how much money do we get? Somebody asked Jack me. Subscribe oh. to tier one. I got two. No way! I'll start, I'll start giving you guys some of the money. Now we have six dollars, so we would each get two, I guess. Mm, you can keep it because you find the uh, dubstep songs mm, that's true. every weekend. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a special ritual we do every week before the podcast starts, where Felipe asks me and Sam for ideas for the song or the opening video, and we don't say anything. But, um, but Felipe, once yeah. it gets past twenty k, then you need to start sharing. Okay. <laughs> I'll try. To, I'll try to keep yeah. it. I'll try to cook the books and keep it just below, so I'm not paying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like how Trump's much taxes, do we get? Huh? Which we should talk about, like Trump's taxes. Oh, like Trump's taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what were you about to say, Sarah? I was gonna say someone asked me, Rory, who streams the show on uh, Spotify, how much do we get for every Spotify play? Like a third of a penny. I don't. I don't even know. You don't. I don't even know if I get any Felipe's money. His face goes bright red. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's not a nothing. lot of money. It's not a lot of money. It's <laughs> like gold teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm streaming from a big Ferrari. Mm. <laughs> to me, it's not about the money. It's about having a backlog of about 100 hours of me talking about stuff that makes me sort of unemployable, you know, in any traditional sense. Yes, that's, Absolutely. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how it pays you back. That <laughs> keeps me focused on my dream. Yeah, because uh, right. there will be no other options. Yeah. Close, close the doors that you don't ever want to have be forced to go down. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, let's talk about how much Trump pays in taxes. It's a special number to me because it's how much I pay in rent in every month. Really? I know he's paying mm -hmm. for like a shitty apartment in Brooklyn. <laughs> That's how yeah, I thought of it. But <laughs> well, Felipe, you dug you dug this story up. <laughs> so, do you want to say the headline? Uh, headline: Trump Jack paid seven hundred fifty dollars in federal income taxes the year he was elected. Now I'm wow. gonna say it. I'm peeved. <laughs> All right, I'm a regular taxpayer. I'm a little bit peeved. This guy, millions of dollars every year, paying I paying less yeah. than me. I'm peeved. He probably doesn't have to pay that much in federal taxes because the rest of it goes to his hair gels. <laughs> I wonder if how much did you guys pay in taxes the year Trump got elected? Hmm. Well, checkmate, because I was I think I was still a dependent then. Me too. I'm giving, my, I'm giving away the game, but <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, hmm. probably very little. Yeah, I don't even know how much I paid last year, but I think a couple thousand dollars, several thousand dollars. Is that normal? That would be right. I'm a freelancer. I think that's kind of that's about right. Yeah. The year before last, I made all my money freelancing, like no W twos, and I paid something like almost like ten thousand dollars. <gasps> 
I mean, I guess it ended up being what I would have would have been taken out of my. Uh, should I say this information? Is this like bad information? <laughs> you're, you're They're gonna be able to track security. you. Anyways, yeah. my, anyways, my social is uh, 07. <laughs> we listen to the podcast, and you owe us twenty thousand dollars in taxes, and we are not employing Sarah Wilson anymore because of her thoughts about RBG. <laughs> And jackhammering and all that kind of stuff. I was thinking like, I was thinking the one thing that I have been worried about is when we talked shit about Lauren Michaels. Oh yeah. That's dang. That already got us one enemy. That seems like adjacent to something that could eventually maybe be a problem. I don't know. Not that we're going to get into SNL. I don't think that at all. No. Um, It would be funny, Felipe, if you got on to SNL and then Seth Simons leaked a video of you talking about um, <laughs> about how I thought uh, we Michaels. thought he was old and stupid or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, dang, <laughs> bro. Seth, Seth says he's keeping a dossier. Yeah, I'll come truly. right back, yeah. Seth, and I'll post a video of you doing the poetry. <laughs> <laughs> we got a third subscriber. Thank you, Kyle. No, you're kidding. Yeah. Wow, it is cool the little animation that happens when you get a subscriber. I'm not seeing any animation. <laughs> oh, you get a like little um stuff like fireworks happen on the screen. I'm seeing. Oh, really? Damn. Nice. Yeah. It makes me nervous to have to start dealing with money because when we used to do the live Raisin Man show, you know, the monetary aspect loomed extremely large. Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It was so stressful. We had to make like $500 every time we did it or something to be able to break even or something. It was some absurd amount of money that we had to depend on. And like certain friends of ours would want to get in for free or something. And it was like, you have no idea. We've calculated this exactly. We need every person to come pay for a ticket and buy two drinks or we can't do did this. You ever, um, did you ever, there was like one time where we like lost a ton of money because people were Venmoing the wrong account. Did you ever figure that out? <laughs> Yes, I think we did figure that out. Yeah, someone they they were just Venmoing something. There was like a sign up at our venue that said like Venmo for tickets here, and so like a hundred dollars or something was just lost into the. Did we ever get them back abyss. We did get that back, and I still owe Sam fifty dollars. So very nice. One day we'll sort of sort that out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like I don't like dealing with money. Wow. Well, that's gonna be that's not a good harbinger for when we have. 30,000 Patreon subscribers and we have to create an LLC, you know. Should we get a Patreon and have extra episodes every week? Hmm. On the Patreon, you find out what Sarah actually likes in bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny on Sunday, you guys talking about... um hooking up with me or if we could hook up or not and i was like man do people just listen to this and they're like they think they're so sexy and that everyone cares about whether they'd fuck each other and stuff or do people think that's funny i don't know oh, that well, they think Julia, that we're, funny. we're like really into ourselves or something yeah yeah mm. well julia julia we were hanging out with julia moonsey the other day and she said the most interesting b storyline like story of the Raisin Man Arena podcast is that y- you almost you and Sarah almost hooked up and I thought yeah in my head I, I was like hmm that's interesting that's I, I don't know if we've only talked about it maybe twice but um we gotta get some more storylines yeah, yeah yeah there's there should we we should hit the writer's room at some point and figure out 
where when we hook up or if we hook up or in in season three, you know, something like that. Season four, Sam, you and I hook up. <laughs> you and I hook up. Yeah. yeah. I'm replaced by someone else. And then you hook, hook mm. up with them. You die, but you come back. Yeah, exactly. I become invisible, like uh, an invisible man. Is that, is that a soap opera mm. plot line? That's that scary movie that Will watched recently with Lena, where this woman husband who's a, a billionaire genius in the field of optics um, makes himself invisible and then starts haunting his wife. Terrifying. Uh, one of the worst boyfriends you could probably get in Brooklyn. <laughs> hey, this is every hot Bushwick girl with her Brooklyn invisible boyfriend. Yeah. Um, I really am mad that Donald Trump didn't pay that much taxes. What do you think it, it's it's in some sort of like a accounting trick where he he sort of writes off expenses in another area to another part of his business um, or he just hides it all offshore? I mean, it must be something like that. What, mm. what do you think, Sarah? I don't know. I guess you got to give the answer. Um, I don't know. I think he probably just puts the money somewhere else. You know, I put my money in, in my bank account and then the, when the IRS comes, they look in the bank account they, and they see it they, there and then that's Not that. safe from the IRS, yeah. <laughs> watch, he takes it, puts it somewhere watch else. Watch Trump just yeah. have it in his mattress. Yeah, in a big box. It's nothing fancy, yeah. just he's putting all the money in the mattress. <laughs> I, I did think he spent a lot of his own money try, on trying to get elected in 2016. So mm. maybe that's where it went. And he yeah, should only it, pay that much in federal taxes. It's just frustrating. It reminds me of, um, I, I was in a fraternity in college, an alternative fraternity, and uh, people were required to pay dues every semester and pay rent if you lived in the house. But because we believed so much in brotherhood and were anti-capitalist, if you couldn't pay, you didn't have to, and no one was allowed to give you a hard time. That's but sick. so then. Yeah, it was pretty sick, but no one would pay. So every week, if we wanted to have a keg, you would just have to go around knocking on the doors of people who were like loose with their money or whose parents were rich, like asking them for $20 so that we could buy it. And it just really pissed me off a lot because I was like, damn, Trump, don't you realize what we could have? If you just paid your taxes, we could have two kegs every week. We could do a cider keg and a regular keg. Yeah, <laughs> we could get a new disco ball, put that in the dance room. We could get a, a subwoofer. That reminds me you of know, that. It could just be so great. That thing you were saying about, and we can, uh, yeah, no, that thing you were saying about where you were like, oh, there's all this uh, emphasis now on like, you have to like support the arts, to, like support artists, and, and all this like uh, discourse around like, we have to be anti-capitalist. So what it results in is is these sort of distorted versions of like of like a political life where it's like friends are like monetizing their friendships in all these ways and sending each other the, the same like twenty dollars. Or it's like, well, yeah. you make me a drawing for a tattoo, and it's like we're friends. It's like I'm gonna pay you anyways, and it's like I sure thirty dollars, whatever. I'm gonna pay them back to you for some stupid shit. Like it has nothing to do with capitalism. It's just how it's just like people sharing their money. 
<laughs> it's really crazy. Yeah. I always think it's funny because people ask me to like production assist on their like little comedy video projects all the time or to produce something, which is funny because it's like, what is producing something that has no budget? It's like just asking my friends to do favors for someone else. Like it's very sort of annoying to do. Um, but people will be really apologetic about like not being able to pay me and being like, this is so exploitative. I'm really sorry. And I'm like, you're not exploiting me. You're not Viacom. This isn't like a billion dollar industry. You're not ever going to make any money off of this. Like, I don't, I don't care. Um, that, and, and then I also feel that way about like, yeah, people buying each other's art sometimes. Like I posted, I, I dyed a bunch of tie dyed shirts several months ago and I posted them on Instagram and someone insisted on paying me for one. And I was like, I tie dye at like a fifth grade level. Like this isn't worth any money. You can just have it if you want it. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, or sometimes it's like, oh, you giving me money is like more of a hassle. Like it's I, it's not that much <laughs> money to make a difference in my life. Like it doesn't. But the favor you're going to owe me, that I'm really going to extract out well, of you. Well, that's what you were saying. You something. have no budget, but, yeah. but but you as a producer are effective in that you you can call in favors. You know, you have that other kind of capital. <laughs> Log on exactly. to the Raisin Man Twitch stream for 14 <laughs> consecutive <laughs> episodes and comment in the chats. <laughs> Um, but not when I'm, but uh, not when I'm not on the podcast. <laughs> Do not come when I'm not on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got a Spanish speaking, uh, we got a Spanish speaking user in the chat. Hmm. And they're, that, they're, that, they're, they're, they're responding, they're responding in Spanish <laughs> to the thing we were saying in English. Wow. What are they saying? They say, ha ha, it's exactly like that. You put, ca you make capital spin around and you give value to human sharing. Something like that. I don't know who mm. it is though. Wow. Mm. Who are you? Do I know you? Monetize it's all of your relationships. Yeah. <sighs> Something. Somewhat. It's one of hmm. it's one of Pinochet's uh, Pinochet's chief economists. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one of the Chicago one boys the Chicago is in the boys, chat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. you make capitalism go by spinning yeah. it around. Uh, <laughs> mm. Well, listen to this. Julia says my last name is pronounced Mounzy. Well, that's oh, a huge yes. surprise. I knew yes. that. Well, I knew we, that. We call you Moonsy. No, I, no, I knew that. To be yes. To be fair, everyone in my friend group was saying Moonsea, and then about a couple weeks ago it switched. But I, mm. I've been last to learn, you know, so I'm sorry I made that mistake. Mm. Sam famously is always microaggressing people. <laughs> but it's because he has dyslexia. It's so. true. <laughs> he just gets confused. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, this is always a problem with my ex-girlfriend where, like, I'm really bad with names. And just for, to her, it was like not having, not getting someone's name right is like the worst. It's like a microaggression, right? She sees it in those terms. And I was like, I was like, oh, sometimes people just like forget names. I think that that should be okay. In Sam's case, he has, he has a good excuse, but she never bought my, she never bought it from me. You know, she's like, you're not bad at names. You just don't try. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. But it was an mm. argument we had often. Hmm. Hmm. You can only try so hard and change so many things about yourself. You know, certain flaws you have to just be like, "That's the one. Of, that's one of mine." That's me, yeah. baby. Yeah, oh, I'm surprised neither of you had anything to say yeah. about that. I thought it would be well. My 
Mm. Mine thing, mm. I also make, I also forget <laughs> not just names, but like specific words, like vocabulary words for and simple words that I know, but I just forget them in the moment. So that's kind of the other symptom that's kind of that I can use as proof a little bit um, mm. besides my terrible spelling. But uh, Felipe, you could just say, well, I'm also bad at long-term relationships. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's true. Oh, I'm bad at putting yeah. other people's needs in front of my own. Ah, that's just me. <laughs> that's just that's who just I am. That I'm okay. actually... <laughs> I'm bad at remembering faces. I can remember names, but then you just have a bunch of names, you know, and it doesn't know who they belong to. There's that's no way so to know. That's so funny. Yeah, that's the yeah. opposite <laughs> for me. Jeremy and David and Cynthia. I'm you know, looking who are for Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know someone named Kyle. Yeah. Wow. Mm. So when you go up, so you, when you go up to someone, you just and you don't recognize their face, but do, but a lot of times I'm not sure. Yeah, but then you're like, well, then do they do anything? And you're like, ah, right. But your name is is Jeremy. <laughs> a lot of times I feel like I just remember people's faces using words in my head. That's like, this is what they looked like in a description and not in a, just a visual image. Doesn't really strike me. Yeah, like long which is weird. nose, arched eyebrows. <laughs> Exactly. I don't remember either. I don't remember faces or names, but um, <laughs> depending on what you look like, some people I really remember. Some people, my mind doesn't want to retain it. Same with names. Sometimes I'll randomly remember names, but sometimes I'll be talking to someone and I'm like, you know, I don't know who you are, but I remember you saying that you felt this way and that, you know, or like you had this problem <laughs> you with your friend. very mad at me yeah. because yeah. I wasn't paying mm. attention to you enough in our, when we were on, mm. in a relationship together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Sorry, I'm going kind of, I'm kind of press, I'm press poking you hard for you. It's all right. I'm, I'm undefeatable right now, Sam. I'm on the top of the world. I have nothing, nothing can, can pierce this, armadillo-like armor. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have a higher opinion of myself at the moment. Mm. Um, my dad asked me a couple days ago, because he was also here, uh, how how my ex-boyfriend was, like, in Philly. And uh, it just was such a, like, awkward question to me, because, like, I don't speak to that man. I don't know what happened to him, and I don't, I don't keep up with anything related to his life. And then to convey that to my dad, who, you know, went out to dinner with him, Maybe four times and thought, oh, he seems nice. Like, that seems like a good guy. Like, for me to just, like, turn all that vitriol and, like, reveal all that to my dad would have just been, like, there's something both, like, that would have been too embarrassing and too vulnerable for me to do. But also it seems sort of ridiculous in the face of, like, my father to be like, oh, there's all these dramatic subplots that go on in my life that I never mentioned to you uh, when I see you and uh, that I never will. Um, yeah, I was just thinking about that. I know, yeah, sometimes my parents stuff. will ask me. I'll be like... Oh, I'm seeing this person and they're like, oh, wait, which one is that? Or they'll be like, how'd you meet? And I'm like, I don't even want to start explaining. It's not interesting. <laughs> it's not fun. That's funny. I've been really trying to get my family to commit to knowing who Sam and Felipe are. Like as two names, I like say a lot and like comedians I know, the podcast, Raising Mandarin to the show, the skateboarding bowl, like all this, but they just won't remember really? you guys. Even though like, we met them. Yeah. Yes, I know. I know. They remember like who you are, 
But like just as sort of fixtures in my life, they haven't just sort of onboarded you as like people that they know. I don't know why. Huh. It's almost as if it's like too late for me to. They only remember my friends from like seventh grade and stuff. Damn. So, yeah. Damn. And I, you know, I thought I made a nice impression on your parents. I thought you did too. I <laughs> you, you should make them. Yeah. You should make yeah. them listen to this. This like right now, this moment of raisin manorino and what I'm about to say, Sarah, your parents are like the most weak sauce person I've ever, weak sauce people I've ever met. <laughs> Have not met more, a couple just soy parents, they, they beta only parents, eat crabs. Yeah, <laughs> just trash. One time, Sarah's yeah. parents hosted us nicely and and they fed us crabs. Um, That's the right. Whole time. And, and it was uh, not the whole time. But it's funny to imagine them just <laughs> eating, crabs. Stop eating crabs yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I, I got a text from Sarah last night where she was like, I'm trying to show you my parents like a photo of you. And then she sent me this photo from my Instagram, which is me with a black eye smoking a cigarette. And it's like <laughs> the most disgusting version of me. And also not what I look like now. <laughs> not at all. I, it's funny to imagine you sharing that with your parents. And like, this is the guy. This is what he's like. Yeah. That's memorable. Yeah. It's funny. I, w- I was really trying to show them all photos of like both of you guys and our other friends and stuff to be like, remember these people. These, this is important to me. But they were just kind of like, ah, OK, next. Yeah. The uh, the fat filter on FaceApp was popping off this week on uh, Twitter. Had a good time making myself fat, making different people fat. But I was afraid to post it because I thought, is this fat phobic? Hmm. Just to get to look like a fat were to people, look fat in the picture were people calling it the other people out for doing that no no one was, i saw a lot of people a, posting a lot of people were doing it stuff. i don't know i didn't see anyone <coughs> calling anyone out but i thought if you just post a picture of yourself looking fat what you're implying is that it's funny that you're fat yes i i think so that's what you're implying what are but you implying when you do, do one where it's uh-huh. like your head but then another little head on top of your head and little arms what is that implying Wait, which one? Is there a face app thing filter that does this? Yeah. <laughs> it takes your head and then it stacks your head on oh, top yes. and then it gives it arms. What Canadians get mad at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, people don't like that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. It's funny to get involved in the politics of people taking silly pictures and having them morph in different ways. Uh, I I think it's pretty much pure fun. And I love that, like, of all the sort of random Internet trends, like the thing of making your face do a weird face app thing doesn't get old. It's just every time I see it, it makes me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's incredibly realistic. There's one where you can do different races, and that's that's a little <laughs> trickier. Mm, that is tricky. Yeah, well, FaceApp had the different races, and then they got rid of them, and then a new <coughs> app came out with the different races. To try to fill that need that, mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. And people were using it. And Felipe, that you posted uh, at length. Yeah, couldn't stop posting that top right square. No, I didn't use that one, but I did post someone fattened up, but it was from a movie, and I thought, this is too, this is too funny for me to not put. Like, this is funny. I'm not going to post myself being fat because it just feels like the joke's about me being fat, but the, the movie one I did, I was like, there's a, con- there's a reason that this one is funny. I, th- I thought the one of Bernie was brilliant. I thought Bernie would have won if he, if he was looked that like fat. that. Yeah, mm. if he looked like a big union boss, <laughs> could have been dope. Yeah, just a big, 
Big one yeah. of these. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Under the chin. Yeah, no, it took some years off of him. It was great. Yeah, sometimes, um, you know, there's like a fat, you know, when you're fat and you have this like nice taut skin, it's it's like a nice youthful. Totally. Bill Clinton has gotten so much skinnier over the years and he looks, he looks like terrible. Like shit. Yeah. yeah. No, he looks like absolute yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, who else got skinny? The guy from uh, Moneyball. Uh, the guy from Super Jonah Bad. Hill. Yeah, Jonah but he, Hill. He got. He went back to his old weight. He got. He got big yeah. again. Well, I think he looks good both ways. I think he. I think he fucks both ways. I, yeah, absolutely. I know he's. I know he's. Uh, he's famed uh, for how much he has sex. I think. Really, I didn't know that. I've, how do you know? I that? think he flirts a lot. I don't know. I heard some <laughs> podcasts where someone's where someone was like, "Yeah, Jonah's always talking to always talking to girls." I think he likes to fuck. That's funny. Um, I've been watching Bachelor in Paradise season three and on it, one of the Bachelor in Paradise, it's like everyone who's ever been on The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, which is called Bachelor Nation, they're all <laughs> eligible to come to um, <laughs> to The Bachelor Paradise Island. And in this version, it's not just like one man and 50 women. It's a bunch of both. So you're nice. allowed to kind of go Ooh, do what you want nice. on there. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, but there's one woman on the season I'm watching and she has... Um, only half her of an arm okay like just half the arm and um when i saw her i was like hmm, that's gonna be a real liability because everyone on the show is like so craven and superficial and insane um and episodes keep rolling by and i keep waiting like when someone gonna say like i don't want to date sarah oh, so she only has on, half so an arm on. bachelor and in paradise is not does, does i thought it was just open world i thought it was like you can it's do, open worlds but is there no goal there's rose ceremonies every week and it's either the girls get to choose or the boys get to choose and there's always like seven girls but eight guys so someone always gets eliminated in this in the choice but okay so there is there is a goal it's not free for all it's to stay on the show and to fall in love there's no cash prize there's no incentive besides the pursuit of love would it be interesting if it was just Um, like people can kind of fuck no, we're not going to kick anyone out. You just kind of do what you're saying. You just can leave when, whenever you're ready, <laughs> whenever you've had enough. You can live here for years. People, people are going to film you. People just want to see you hook up, but there's no stage. You just enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's funny. They're only allowed to eat by ordering from like a tiki bar on the beach that sells like pizza and chicken strips. And stuff, wow, so. that's your dream, Sarah. <laughs> it's crazy. Absolute but, kids' food. It's just like cheat, like um, yeah, grilled, grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone has to do it. There's no choice. Um, but the point I was going to make is just that I realized that I was actually being ableist because i kept being like come on somebody say something she only has half an arm like doesn't that make her less viable for dating and no one had a problem with it everybody was like down everyone thought sarah was pretty and nice and cool and um no one's mentioned the arm thing at all so i see it there's um there's a, a person on twitter who has some i don't know half an arm i think or no no right arm but she's crazy hot she's a big very popular only fans she posts every once in a while i'm a i don't remember her handle but if you see her Tell her I sent you. <laughs> so, Felipe doesn't remember her name or her face, but she does remember what, this one thing she said about um, about Brady. Um, uh, Julia saying that Jonah Hill gave her eyes once in the Soho La Colombe. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Is that true, Julia? What is you- so, tell more. Was he looking? Julia, can you confirm? Sorry. Did he look Can hot? Was he wearing us? like a huge sports jacket and big chunky sneakers and like a f- 
a fitted. I, that's a picture I've seen of him. He's kind of like he's like a LA. He has kind of a hype beast vibe a little bit. I don't know if I'm using that word correctly. That's I think that's right. Um, now we're waiting on Julia to tell us if mm. she did. You go up to him, <laughs> and did he have game? Did if I was Jonah Hill, I would once I did Wolf of Wall Street, I'd be like, can I keep can I keep the big veneers? Just wear those teeth everywhere. You know the teeth I'm talking about. Uh, I didn't know he. Had, yeah, did he have fake teeth for that? He had huge front teeth. He's cute, mm. says says Julia. But you didn't That's go true. up to him or anything. Hi, I'm Jonah Hill. He got skinnier, and he also affects his voice. <laughs> he was wearing a statement mm. jacket. I think it would be extremely fun to be the partner of a celebrity. Some people I know who are like also aspiring comedians are like, no, why would you want that? Because you want to be famous yourself and have all the success to me to be that close right next to it. That would probably be good enough. Um, like to be John Mulaney's wife and just to be making little Victorian lampshades backstage at the uh, Rockefeller Center or whatever. That seems fine, right? Is that what she does? Yes. She's like a Victorian lampshade maker seller she sells them for like five thousand dollars these tiny lampshades yeah Yeah. you know what if he comes out with what if he (laughs) what if he comes out with sack lunch bunch and you're like all right john uh (laughs) let's get okay we saw we said with mulaney you know that's a freshman effort maybe the studio and the execs kind of got in the way and that got (laughs) fucked up but what's this listen john i married (laughs) you because you're funny and uh very famous and uh i don't want to see you wavering here all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all eyes are on you pal everybody's looking this is our big moment yeah uh, have you ever been attracted to someone who you really like but they make art you really don't like um anyone can answer though i'm thinking well my ex-girlfriend halfway or at the end of our relationship told me that uh, she confessed to me that when she first met me, she really didn't like my art and thought, can I be with this person whose art I don't like? Your most recent girlfriend? Yes. Sarah. <laughs> we can say her name. There's not, it's not a secret. <laughs> she listens to the show. Hey, Sarah. Sarah. Um, well, two things. I ha- damn. I hadn't, that's funny. I hadn't made my most, like, I, I, I met her right before my third year when I made my real like crowd pleasing stuff, but I just think she, I just think she wasn't on my I level. I was stuff. trying some really experimental stuff. She wasn't on the level. Mm. Mm. Maybe she'll hate me for saying That's that. That's funny. Yeah, my my boyfriend in college, I remember he I was he had graduated. He was two years older than me, so he already graduated, and I was graduating. And he was like, "What are you going to do like for a job after you graduate?" And I was like, "Well, you know, I'll figure it out, but I'm, I'm going to be a comedian." And he was like. No, but like, what are you going to (laughs) do? And like, so clearly like didn't believe in me at all. Like not worth even like, yeah, continuing. It was really mind blowing. Um, There's no way to hack it though. Cause you, if you're with someone uh, and you start a new thing and you want to work at it, you know, you're bad. But if you keep saying, Hey, listen, I know this is bad. You don't have to pretend this is, it's like, that's even worse. That's even more beta. So you have to just do it with a straight face and then they're either cool enough yes. to get that you're getting better, unless they don't even trust you to get better. They're like, you're not even on the path. Right. You're too stupid to even get how to, you don't even understand how you're going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. And I often, I feel that way about, um, 
no one in particular is coming to mind, but throughout my life of like, you know, there's just certain people that you see make work and they ask you what you think about it and you just tell them it's good because you don't actually believe in their ability to improve. So you're like, why would I even right. criticize yeah. it? I think <laughs> this is, <laughs> it is what it is. Like, have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can imagine it's very liberating to have a partner who like doesn't think very much at all about what you do, you know, or they're just like, mm. oh, that's nice. Like, it's nice that he does that. And then you like both can connect about something else. But to yeah. have a partner who has like tons of things to say and think about your like a big hobby of yours, something that would be, I think, almost like a little more. I think it would be more diff like save that for your friends. Say like let your friends be the people who give you like difficult critique. You know. Well, that's the same mm. about dating a famous person. Like I wouldn't. I would want to date somebody that's like firmly not in my field in some way. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. a pop star, like Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's beautiful. Uh, she looks like Edie. I love your songs, um, lady. Like a famous a famous soldier, <laughs> maybe. The American <laughs> sniper. <laughs> I've definitely like had a crush on someone and then they've like put out a video or something on Instagram that I thought like, meh. That's not that's not very hot. Yes. Like what, what I had a done. crush on yeah. someone and they uh I post yeah I guess I don't want to say more details because in case they posted some videos that I thought were not so good <laughs> yeah and that's I try to just look away and think okay well let's not you, you know it's not about that video Th that's what I did I put hard. it in the back of my mind I still yeah. have a crush on them even though they did the bad video <laughs> I know you're talking about yeah that was Wait, funny did I show you the videos mm. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, you texted about. me about it. I remember okay. it happening. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And then this is... Uh, I, I, what I was about to say is too many yeah, details. Yeah, I think, I think details should be left out okay. of it. Wow. This podcast is all about what's not said. Yeah. It's the notes we're not <laughs> what's playing. What's not said on mm -hmm. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. On the Patreon, you can ask us to say the things that we, that we uh, refuse to utter on the main... Maybe that's how we'll, we'll kind of build a following. <clears throat> Damn, yeah, having a Patreon, we would have. To, it's like we barely have enough. I think you said we barely have enough to fill this hour. Having to fill two hours a week. It it would be funny if like Raisin Man was like, "Wow, it's really popular in New Zealand," you know, or something like yes. that. Like we hit a tenor or like a, like a real a real soft spot for people of a certain in a certain country. Mm -hmm. People in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my friend asked me once if you were to be like a sex symbol, like a really famous sex symbol, but only in one country, which country would it be? I think it's kind of a loaded question now that I ask, I, I utter it out again. Uh, Cause it's like all the, there's all this stuff mixed in about like sort of race and travel and you know, where you'd want to go. And, but I don't know. What if uh, what if Raisin Man got really big in Singapore, but it became banned? So if you were found listening to Raisin Man, you got caned. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. <clears throat> yeah, or we were like, um, we were like, um, pussy. Gr What's that group in Russia? Pussy Riot. That's like against the cr Pussy Riot. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> pussy Riot. Yes. Everybody yeah. who listens to Raisin Man in Russia shows up. Dead after having drank from a from a cup from a goblet. 
<laughs> from a nerve agent that they were given. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're passed out on a bench with next to their daughter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Japan says Julia Mouncy. My internet is bad. Can you guys even hear me? Uh, you Sometimes you cut you out. Cut out but Can you guys you, hear me? You, or my internet is bad and it keeps freezing. You cut out, but it's good enough that you're audible on the Twitch. I've been keeping track of it. Every time you say something, you do like freeze up, but the Zoom gets all of your words out. Damn. It's okay. Damn. Okay. Emma, if you're listening, turn turn the internet off of your laptop because it can't do both. Damn. Sarah, when, you, um, when you're with your family and you're like, or when you're traveling across the country and you tell them or strangers that you, you do a podcast, do they... What do they think of that? I would never tell a stranger that I do a podcast. So that situation has never happened. Um, it's funny. I was literally putting off saying I have to do the podcast until like maybe you heard it as we were like getting ready for the show. And I had the, my laptop yeah. in the living room yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and I told my grandparents, grandparents. Like, oh, I have to do this podcast. Um, <laughs> well, I, it's funny. I, like, I could have told them earlier today, yesterday, at any point. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't want to say it. I was like so embarrassed even to them. And they don't even know the connotation of why it would be embarrassing to have a podcast. But still, I was like, somehow I think this is going to travel generationally. Yeah, they're and like, they're going to know I'm doing, doing something Sarah? not cool. And you're like, I'm doing a podcast. And they're like, oh, another bunch of white Brooklyn kids doing another podcast. <laughs> uh, what do you guys just talk about? Nothing. It's about your friendship. Yeah. They knew. Just a bunch of white cis kids. Well, I had the experience last Last night on on Julia's roof of having to explain to a person who I just met that night that I do a podcast with Felipe and that and that was my the first moment of like being embarrassed or about telling someone that I do that. Mm. I felt I did not feel embarrassed. That's funny. It makes me. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet Felipe doesn't feel embarrassed. And then at the other end of the extreme is um, Will, our friend Will, listeners should know by now, who's, I think, embarrassed or used to be embarrassed to say he was even a comedian, to which I was like, dude, you literally have been on Adult Swim. Like, that's what, what else is there? Like, you're a comedian. How can you not want to say that? Yeah. There's so many faker levels. Like, there's a lot of lame levels to, like, trying to be a comedian, the lamest of which is, like, wishing that you could try to do stand-up which is like the saddest level because then once you actually try to do it and you realize like how trivial it is an attempt uh then you just feel stupid um no it's true so many so many uh, so many less worthy people describe themselves as comedians than will and our friend will he's yeah in my eyes, is a huge success. I, I introduce so. him as a novelist, <laughs> much to his chagrin. It's funny. It's funny that you say that I'm not the one who would be embarrassed because Sam and I have been having many conversations this week about whether or not he's tuned in. We talked about it on the last podcast, but whether or not he's tuned in to what's cringe or where he, whether he's being cringe and whether I'm more tuned in to whether I'm being cringe and blah 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 blah. But you're like, oh, Felipe wouldn't mm. be embarrassed. So am I less... Oh, yeah, and you are most nervous about being cringe. I am the most nervous about being cringe, but yeah. I'm not embarrassed about doing this. <sighs> Nothing embarrassing about it. I actually think it's really cool and hot. Yeah. And that we're really good at it. <laughs> and that everybody wants to yeah. listen. And everyone likes to hear what we have to mm. say. No, I like having a podcast and I like doing it, but I, I hope to be... I. It's 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 a new it's a new experience to have to explain it to people. And I think that is a bridge that might be still a bridge too far for me, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. I think something that's embarrassing to me is that I actually think uh, maybe not now, like what it is to be an alternative comedian in Brooklyn is it's not that interesting because it doesn't really happen. But what it used to be, I used to think that that was pretty cool, uh, even as a person with no success and never makes any money doing this. Um, and so to know that I thought it was cool and to explain it to people and be really self-deprecating about it, I always thought was kind of like that's what is cringe. I was like cringe at myself that I was like, oh, I'm pretending I don't think this is cool when I and I actually really do. Um, so I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I think people can sniff that out a little bit, too. Don't you think? When you're like sort of fake, fake self-effacing a little bit. I think I think so. Maybe they can. Level, so I think the truth is that when you do something a lot, it's like not a big you. It. To you, it stops being a big deal that you do it. And so the way you talk about it is um, really subtle, but not because you're making an effort for it to be subtle. It's like genuinely, it's not a big deal to you anymore. So like, I think at first, I don't know, over time, it might not even come up that we do this. Not because we're hiding it, but because it'll be so, so normal that it's like, it's not even, are you, does that make sense what I'm saying? Am I having a stroke um, like sure. Ron Paul? The, the, the last part, I think maybe I thought I understood what you were saying, but then in the last part, it departed to somewhere else. Um. Well, okay, level one. I just started doing comedy. I'm telling everybody that I'm doing comedy, blah, 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 blah. I put it on my Instagram fucking bio. Level two. Oh, I'm so embarrassed about this. This is so cringe that I'm doing this. Like, it's cringe to be a comedian, blah, 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 blah. Level three, I do it so often that if it sometimes it comes up in conversation, but it's like, it's it's now become such a part of my life that sometimes it doesn't because I just am living my life. And then that you can't fake. You can't fake that kind of calm because it's it comes out of like genuinely it being such a part of your life that you're not like... Maybe you're not like, I'm a comedian. You're like, it comes up like, oh, yeah, I, or I have this artistic practice. I I, I don't know. Does that That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just extremely incidental. How can you not talk about it? You know, because yeah. it's embarrassing to bring it up all the time. But then you're like, this is just part of my life. I and mean, what do you want me to say? Right, yeah, exactly. I, 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 yeah. This let, is going let on. Me, let me get a Diet yeah. Coke and a pack of cigarettes. And yeah, I'm on a podcast. Yeah. No, I'm on a podcast. I was actually, I do it so often. I, it's so nonchalant for me to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, my internet's really bad, so I kind of feel like I should stop being on the show now because no. it's been an hour. But oh, well, we. It's kind of better at this moment. It's better. We could call it, but have you been saying things that we haven't heard you say? I haven't been able to respond to a lot of what you're saying because uh, it comes in so slowly that I'm like, I think I'd, I'm not sure where I am in time space to you be have able to, to respond your, to anything. Like, I don't hand. know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like a really eerie, disorienting experience to because it'll, it'll play the audio suddenly like really, really quickly. And I'm like, oh, it's like I'm moving into the future. Maybe these things haven't even happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> <Sad>. <laughs> That, that's, it goes into the future and I'm like really pissed at you. I'm like, why the fuck did you say that, Sarah? That's absolutely bullshit, okay? I don't I don't want to hook up with you tonight, all right? Exactly. Yeah. Um it seems better at this second though, so maybe I could stay on. I um I started making a little I started making a comic strip, a daily comic strip. Oh yes, yeah. Do you want to oh, describe yeah. um what Little what it needy. looks like. Well, I 
I'm like totally ripping it off from something else. I started reading Akewood, which is this really funny web comic that ran for like a really long time. And I was like, oh, I just want to do this. I This is funny. And maybe I can make it low effort. But it's the sort of thing where I I like to take the stuff I do really seriously. Oh, now Sarah's moving in fast motion. Um, I like to take the stuff I do really seriously. So if I started, I'm like, this has to go for a long time. And then this I kind of did in the opposite way where I was like, I'm just going to start it. And I'm going to make it so low effort that I can just kind of do it every day. But I would like for it to go for a long time. But I don't know if I'll have the energy. I might just get bored. Usually, before I start a project, I think about it so much where I'm like, okay, this has to be planned out so it like has staying power. And then this time I was like, just make it as quickly as possible. So we'll find out if I keep doing it. Mm. Hmm. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. I like it too. I like it too. Uh, there was one thing, Felipe, it, it, would it be possible for you to make the images in color? All right, now I'm getting <laughs> comments from the peanut gallery. Um, well, yeah. I, do you feel the same way? Yeah, I noticed that too. It's only black and white. There's only two colors. Yep, <laughs> that's right. Well, um, I am directly imitating Akewood. Uh, I'm ripping off their style. But uh, yeah, I guess it is nicer to read when it's in color and also... I guess maybe I was making the wager that it's simpler so it's funnier and the more I add the more I'm muddying it I don't know the more it looks like you're trying maybe I don't know maybe I should just put color on it if it's the same panels though every time you know it's not even about work it's about whether or not the 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 crappier look is funnier uh I will say I I like the design and it's a design I came up with a long time ago where I was really into how Ratfink, uh, which is a character I still like. It's this like uh, rat from hot rod culture whose eyes are like two um, cylinders popping out of his eyeballs. Yeah. Shape. And mm-hmm. so I'd like that. And then she kind of has the, the design language of like little Nancy where she's like a little comic strip character. So she's very like round and kind of simple. But then she has these eyeballs that pop out sort of different different design language but i think it's effective Mm. i think it makes her look insane (coughs) it feels like i keep bombing so uh maybe we can uh we can call it no you know what i'm thinking i'm thinking of what other design language would be funny to combine with the two you just named and i thought oh maybe the breasts of classic renaissance mm. you know artwork like that famous painting where and the that, woman is maybe that's pinching the other woman's nipple mm. you know the one i'm talking about yes yes of course i like that the little ed comic strip is about a little girl because sometimes you don't see girls and women being represented you know in different art forms so i thought that was cool well, ironically mm-hmm. though I was reflecting on why I, why, what that's about. And actually little girl comics strips is like a big genre, like little Nancy and Mafalda in Argentina. And who else am I thinking of? Are those the two? There's other little girls in comics, right? Are those the only two? Mm. (coughs) You know, sometimes Mm. you start a sentence thinking you're going to have a lot of gas Uh, and then you just kind of run out of gas. um, There's Betty Boop. Princess Peach. Princess Peach is not a comic, (laughs) and neither is Betty Boop. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. (laughs) 
Um, Jennifer Aniston. Mm, she, her, she and Brad reunited for. Uh, why did they reunite on a Zoom call? The internet's bad for me. Oh boy. Little Lulu. Did you guys ever watch the Little Lulu animated show? Wow, there's someone else talking to Sarah. <laughs> it's exciting. <laughs> We're getting fourth mic. <clears throat> huh. What's up? You there? Damn, I think she's so far behind in the past that she just heard the comment I I said about her, someone else talking to her. <clears throat> she's still thinking about how much Donald Trump paid in taxes. <laughs> how it's like how much rent she pays and that she likes that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm still thinking about little girl comics Felipe. what if he was like You've what if he was me. like oh we lost her what if trump was like it's a nice apartment it's got the room is big enough and there's laundry on the first floor <laughs> it's uh the street sure, is nice. there's no closets but you know you just get a little pole you get a pole you hang it up against the wall. You got one of those IKEA things, the metal things that have the wheels, and you don't need a closet. You don't even need a. Or if you have bed raisers, you put all the clothes underneath the bed. Simple. And it's in a great area. It's in a great area. Wow, that was someone else. And it's in a great area. Donald Trump. <laughs> I really lose him. I really lose him. I have to like kind of find him again. It's near friends and lovers, which is great because on a Saturday night you're right near friends and lovers. You could. It's very central location. You could go to any mic you wanted. <laughs> and there's no broker's fee. They said the broker's fee was canceled, but they brought it back. Why did they bring the broker's fee back? Apparently they stopped. Very good. It's very small broker's fee. <laughs> Well, did we lose Sarah permanently? I'm waiting on her text. My internet? No, that's old text. I mean, I think we should be wrapping it up soon anyways. Yeah. I think we're going yeah. on fumes. It's starting to suck ass. Everything we're saying is falling flat like a like a lead, like a lead zeppelin. My father, little Lulu. Yeah, we yeah, we can stop now. Should we at least get Sarah to <laughs> guys? Thanks for tuning in and thanks for subscribing, everyone. Tokyo Megaplex, Jack Wedge, someone else. Uh, it creates this lovely little animation. And, uh, you know, it, that money goes right into the hands of, uh, you know, Felipe and Sarah and I. And we use it to buy better, uh, better backgrounds for our Zoom calls. I mean, I think we should, dude, I think we should start doing the thing in person because we're in a pod already. So we do it in person. No, I think we should do. We should buy. I think we should do. We should buy uh, a console where we can put three mics into my computer. Damn. And then Damn. we're all sitting side by side on a couch. Yes. Like it's like shoulder, shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> the best way to have a conversation with your friends. All facing the same direction. We can be like, you know that Snuggled picture of those little couch. boys that's like, um, it's like... Uh, 
Uh, it's that YouTube video where they're like, "Is Lucifer overrated?" Or no, is Fortnite overrated? Yeah, no, it's Minecraft. Is Minecraft it's overrated? Minecraft. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're gonna be like. We, we could do we could do one where it's a tiny little couch, Felipe, but I'm sitting on your lap mm, the whole time. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Every time I sit on a different person's lap, it's not looking like Sarah's gonna come back. Let me just text her to let her know. Hold on. I'm going to call her on okay. air. I'll kind of hold it down here. Um, yeah, guys. So um, what's up with me? Um, hey, Sarah, we might call you know, I, the app. I the we might call it. So is that cool with you? Or do you want to wait till you get back for us to call the app? Uh, I think we should kind of just make the call, you know? Like the way you move, gonna make it flex, gonna make your groove. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was spent a night this week uh, having sex well into the the evening, and then I was all tired the next day, and I often think about that tweet julia that you you tweeted once where you you said i spent ah i spent all night having sex and now for a day of like of only sleeping and that's what i think it was kind of a a, a truth but worded in a funny way you know sometimes the best tweets tell us the truth are about sex <laughs> um i'm thinking that what did she say she said hmm Come on. Come on, Sarah. Just call it, she says. I think we should just call it. We were going to call it anyways. It's been called, guys. The episode <laughs> has been called. Get ready to hear the Godfather dubstep once more. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the subs. We got a lot of subs today. Uh, it's a negligible amount of money, but we're glad to be taking it out of Jeff Bezos' pocket. And in doing so, enter into a nice uh, reciprocal contract where we now depend on him and on his well-being. And we are uh, stakeholders in the Amazon enterprise. So we hope the best for them and that they keep driving prices down through their yeah, And uh, that they horrible, don't pay any federal taxes. I hope they pay no federal taxes and that money ends up in my pocket. So thank you so much. <laughs> Bezos, don't let them unionize, all right? Keep surveilling. Raisin Man Arena.